0: For the Area Code 276 News, I am Ivy Shepard reporting, and I turn things over now to Caitlin Barker, who has a great story about an oft-overlooked gym in Marion, Virginia. Thank you, Ivy, and thank you, Catherine, for being here. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. Yeah, and can you introduce yourself and kind of tell us who you are? My name is Catherine Schrenker.
1: And I am the executive director of the Wayne C. Henderson School of Appalachian Arts in Marion, Virginia.
0: And um, how did you get involved with
1: all of that? Oh, i it, it, It's really a long story, so I'll try to keep it short. But um, I moved down here in 2002, 2003. Ultimately... Um, I had a friend that said, oh, my gosh, they're opening an art school in Marion, and you would be perfect for that. And, um, and I applied, and uh, I initially got a rejection letter, and I got mad. <laughs> and the story is a lot longer and a lot more detailed than what what you really want, but it's it it is a great story. But um, for the first time in my life, I got mad because I knew in my heart that was you know that was it. So I went over to Marion and, and introduced myself and told them they were making a big mistake, and they hired me. That's great. Yeah, it, uh, that's... It's, it's pretty cool. So you know, don't give up on your dreams because I really i I knew that I was born for that job because yeah. it is it is a dream job. Yeah. I love it. My That's... boss calls it the Game
0: of Thrones because everybody wants my job. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about the Henderson and how it came to be? Well, the, the Henderson um, started
1: out in 2012. The town of Marion was going to tear down this old schoolhouse and make it a parking lot for the courthouse. And a group of citizens, uh, five or six, got together and created a PowerPoint and went over to town council and presented them with, this is what we think this building could be. And the town of Marion listened. And the renovations began. Uh, They ended up being able to uh, acquire a lot of grant money from like the Appalachian Regional Commission, the ARC, the DHCD, Department of Housing, um, and um, a Tobacco Commission. And they pooled all these resources and they started out with Um, The outside with the roof and the tucking and of the brick and then the inside, which they needed hazmat suits and everything because it was just infested. But the school originally was built in 1908. So they kept it to historic um, accuracy and restored it back to what it was when the people in Smith County went to school there. And... um, so then they hired me in 2014, and they just said, we don't know anything about running an art and music school, so have at it. And they have been true to their word. They've just kind of let me go. The, our biggest claim to fame is we have a world-class luthery, which is the making of stringed instruments. And that's what makes us unique is because there's not very many of them in in the country. Yeah. So, it's it's pretty cool. We've got the town was all excited this week cuz we've got a gentleman coming all the way from Hawaii. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, to come and and spend a week in Marion, Virginia and build a guitar. And um we've got pottery, we've got quilting. Uh we do watercolor classes on uh Saturdays. We've got mosaic and uh, stained glass now, we just started the stained glass program. We do Monday Night Jam every Monday. The old timers come in and pick, and it's, it's all free for people just to come in and, and use that as a resource. It's, it's, it's taken on a life of its own, and um, I pride myself in getting out of my own way enough to let the community and let people kind of define the trajectory of of the school because if you would have told me 10 years ago that I was going to be running you know guitar making workshops I would have laughed you off the planet (laughs) because I I I didn't know anything anything about it and um, I had just the most phenomenal team of guitar builders, including Wayne Henderson himself, who were just so patient yeah. with me. When I asked a question, it wasn't stupid. They, You know, I, they might have laughed on their way home, but they sure didn't laugh in my face. <laughs> right. So um, with that, every workshop that we've done... It just gets reinvested, and we just buy better equipment. And um, I'm very proud to say that that Wayne has has said just in this last year that he has never seen a luthery better equipped than what ours is. Oh wow, that's a huge compliment. Yes, yes, because the the he he only promised me one workshop. He promised me one, and we will be doing number seventeen. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, that is, and we are booked. I'm full for 2024, and I'm filling workshops for 2025. And that's Oops. without marketing. Right. Because the minute somebody pulls out a guitar that they made and starts playing it, and somebody says, oh, my gosh, that, that guitar sounds phenomenal. Where did you get it? And then they say, oh, I made it. And everybody's like, what, what? You yeah. know? And then the next thing, you know, I I get a phone call and we go from there.
0: Yeah. So can you take us through what it would be like? Is it a week long? It's a week long. It's a week
1: long class. It's not kit built like everybody thinks you're just going to go and you've got a kit like you would buy from Stuart McDonald or one of the the luthier suppliers. Right. So um, it starts on a Sunday afternoon and you we have a wood closet which has the tone wood in it, and um, and the tops, the necks, everything that's all climate controlled. So you pick your your back and your sides, which match. And we offer traditional rosewood. Uh, or mahogany, but we now have more exotic tone woods as as we've gone on. So like black limba and curly walnut and curly maple. And, you know, and so you pick the wood that you want your guitar back and sides, and you glue the back together with the back strip and uh, bent, get your sides bent. Of course, everything has to be made to thickness. So you just have this big flat piece of wood you know pieces of wood laying on your bench and by Sunday night your sides are bent and and your backs are together and then you pick out your top which is uh, traditionally it's red spruce but we also have like carpathian spruce and sitka and some others so you just kind of put things together and then Monday is when you put your kerfing in, which is like, it's almost like this little perforated lining that goes on the inside of your sides, which makes a shelf. So you can set your, glue your top on and glue your back on and you cut your sound hole. Um, You have to do your rosette. So we have the rosette cutters and that. And, um, and then you go from that and you start shaping your neck Mm -hmm. Um, We have three different sizes. I probably should have said that first. Um, We do, of course, it's acoustic guitar. And you can do a a triple lot, You can do um, an OM or a traditional dreadnought. You design your own um, inlay for your top. So, And you learn how to to do your inlay. You, You have a jeweler saw, and we have Mother of Pearl or abalone. And, you know, some people... Do their initials. Some people do, you know, like a dogwood flower. And that makes it your own. So, you know, that's the one thing that... And then by Friday, the instructors, usually Spencer Strickland, who is our lead instructor, and Marty Howard is our assistant. And they'll take the guitars back to their shop because varnishing them, it takes time for that varnish to cure. So you can't right. just do it in an overnight. So what we do is we settle on what we call a reconvene date, which is our get together, put together, and everybody comes back. In fact, everybody's coming in tomorrow, for from November's workshop. Oh, okay. And um, you glue your neck in and get everything, you know, strung and put your gear heads in and. Everybody starts playing and picking. And that's the most amazing, to, to, to be up in, in the office and sitting, and all of a sudden, one guitar starts playing, and then another guitar starts playing. And then before you know it, everybody's jamming downstairs in the lutherie with their own guitars that they just got finished. Yeah. And that I, I'd, I would say my favorite part is, like, tomorrow at the reconvene, Everybody's guitar is sitting in its case on their bench and they haven't seen it since it was taped up and sent out in November. And they come in and, and when they open that case, they cannot believe it's their guitar. Yeah. They just are like oh, you know, and that, that that is probably the best time
0: and just very fulfilling. And do do the people that take this class do they have experience building things or is it does it depend
1: Some do. Some have experience. It's almost better if they don't have a lot right. because then they can learn the correct way mm-hmm. because some of your woodworking skills translates but others and the instructors do the dangerous stuff, you know, the the you know, table saw and the resaw and that, but you know they make their braces, and you know you learn how to use the spindle sander and um, you know the bandsaw because you know you start out and you rough everything out, and then you go in and and you sand and and go from there. We've had a few that have sanded through their sides, and we've had to start over. <laughs> but the, we've got a good team. The maximum of in the in the workshop is six. And we have three instructors. Okay. And then we have one shop steward. So everybody, we usually keep a pretty good eye on people to yeah. make sure that. And most of it's smaller tools that you use. It's a you know a lot of hand sanding and and um, different things. We also have a fiddle making class. Yeah. And Randall Eller out of Chilhowie teaches the fiddle making class, and it's night and day from the guitar making because the guitar, it's like so quick. Every you know, you can walk in every hour and they're it, the pace is like doing something else. And the fiddle class, you walk in and they're either carving or sanding the <laughs> whole week. That yeah. is it. It is it's so ama it's just such a different, um a different process. Yeah but fun nonetheless and i know a lot of stuff is youtube videos and different things now but there's so much that gets lost in you know you might get down to business and and you know know how to put that kerfing in or you know how to how to do the inlay but you miss half the stories that that fall in between yeah. uh when you know when you're working on things so and and it's just it's this Appalachia in general is just a wealth of uh knowledge that we don't even know.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that's all I have. Is there anything else you would like to add? No,
1: I think that's that's it. One of the unique things about the Henderson is that um outside of the Luthery, but all the other um programs that we have, you can come in and take a workshop and learn and then come back and use the facilities. So I invite anybody just to come over and and walk through. Mondays are usually the best time to catch me and Saturdays. But I would just I would love that. My favorite part is giving tours because you never know who's going to walk through that door.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um, how can people contact you or the Henderson? Uh, Henderson Thehenderson.org is our website.
1: And on there is my, my phone number um, is 206-0627. That's two seven six two zero six zero six two seven. 206 627 And um, text or call. That's usually the best way. Um, if, if you want to see me, the doors are open Monday through Saturday. And uh, so whether I'm there or not, you can still come in and walk through.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Thank you so much.